the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K. Show. I was just looking up at the monitors and seeing that Brendan Fraser was boycotting the Golden Globes. And I was reminded that I didn't even remember <laughs> that the Golden Globes were taking place. I don't really know anybody. And I have family that work in the Hollywood uh, entertainment industry and Hollywood and movies. And I don't know anybody that still watches these, you know, um, glamorous, you know, uh, self-love fest going on in Hollywood these days. I, I did not hear one person talking about the Golden Globes. And it's just kind of a shame because that used to be one of the greatest institutions in America, our entertainment industry. You know who's entertaining to me every Tuesday night of the week? It's our dear friend Gary Quackenbush from GQ Law. Heard every day at 2 p.m. here on the Word on Wealth because he always cracks me up with his wacky, quacky laws every week before he then gives us the news that we need, the news you can use for your life, and everybody needs some news that they can use this year going into 2023. All right, my friend, glad to have you back with me tonight. Hello, Andrea. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Um, there's you. always new new laws, or it seems like there's always new laws that we have to think about and worry about. 770 new laws were signed in by Governor Newsom in 2021 <laughs> and even more in 2022. There, there are so many new laws in the state of California. It's really insane. It's like these record numbers. So I have a couple that I thought were kind of hilarious. And okay. it just, it shows me in a very hilarious way that that the government is trying to get into everything, like control everything, uh-huh. and some of these laws are crazy. So here's one. This is new rules for making bacon. Okay. So <laughs> I'm already laughing. <laughs> okay. That's not what you think. So new rules for making bacon. So literally, it's like this new law about that pigs, chickens, and veal calves, they have to have they have to have like living facilities that are, you know, that they that they can get up and they can walk around in at least turn around. So it's like chickens have to be, have the, have their room. They have to have their personal space. Breeding <laughs> pigs, you know, the pigs have to have their personal bubble space. So it's okay. like, hey, little pig, get away from me. And veal calves <laughs> the same thing. So I just thought it was so interesting that you know this makes it so that it requires more room. These uh-huh. are pigs that literally, that's what they were bread for is to be eaten but they have to have more room and next thing you know they're going to be they're going to have to they're going to have to like have their favorite tv shows played well, right. they have to have you know soft music i think to make well, it I, i'm hoping uh, you're going to tell me this law includes cl- a climate controlled space right because it, they can't be because you know we're mostly desert here in the state of california we don't want these pigs working up a sweat right 
That no, would be crazy. But be this crazy. is this is so crazy, but it's so California, isn't it? When the average person in, in San Diego, there was just a report out the other day, people leave in San Diego in droves because they can't afford to live here. The average one bedroom is almost $3,000 a month. But let's worry about the pigs <laughs> space. Right, yeah. Gary Crackenbush? Mm-hmm. We got to make sure the chickens got enough free range That's to right. roam in. Because that keeps the price of food down. Sure. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, you need twice as much space for chickens. You, it's it's crazy. Have you, ever been, have you ever been to a pig farm, by the way? Because I have. I grew up in the South. Pig farm, yes. And chicken farm, yes, too. Yeah, well, I... I yep. the, Chickens, they they kind of like to roam a little bit, but the pigs are all like all over each other, right? They all jam into each other. They're all wallowing around on each other. It's like they don't want mm-hmm. space. No, they don't. What in they're fact, trying to Kardashian the pig? They're trying to Kardashian the pig population. <laughs> it's just, it's just funny. I I just would love to know the person that's interviewing the pigs to see whether they're happy. I mean, they probably have pig therapists, pig psychologists, and they're you know they're going. You know, this pig here. We've noticed that you know over the over the you know, the months that we've been doing this study that the pigs that have room to turn around they're much happier, and and, and we like happy pigs before we put that little two inch pin in their forehead. Well, let me tell you, I ain't. <laughs> Happy paying eight ninety nine at, at, at the least on sale for my center cut bacon. Okay, now, and now I'm going to probably be looking at twenty four ninety nine for, and they reduced the package size down to twelve ounces. Okay, right. so but um, it was yeah. a happy pig that you're eating. So you know, the, yeah, this reminds me of the time I go. went to uh, Chipotle, not a paid sponsor, and they said that um, they were out of their carnitas, which is one of my favorite things oh, because because they were waiting until they got some responsible pork. I'm like yes. responsible pork. I'm like, is that a pork? That pay- is that a pig that pays its bills on time? What are we talking yes. about? Responsible <laughs> porking. <laughs> it's so stupid because they want somebody. They want them to live in pairs. You know, they want them having this little in a little condo. So they want to make sure that it was a responsible pig, it's, not just a pig. <laughs> All uh, right, this pig's a pig. We don't want a pig. Pig. We want a responsible pig. Exactly. But the other, the other one. This is just a really quick one. This one has to do with your food. Well, not your food. Uh, starting January 1st, and this is so cool, really cool, that starting January 1st, so it already happened 10 days in, the state has launched a pilot program allowing people to collect and eat roadkill. <laughs> I think that is so cool. <laughs> so now I can get deer, elk, pronghorn, antelope, and wild pig that has been run over by a vehicle. And I can snack time. So I'm so cool. I just think that's really... <laughs> but but I, I, I want you to neighbor. know though that, I had that a they're, being, they're being careful though I want you to know <laughs> that if you find if you find roadkill you have to get a permit a permit before you eat it so it's like here's this pig first of all you know what in the south o- in the south by the way nobody needs to get a permit to eat roadkill that's just the that's just the uh the um well the, 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 yeah that's just that's just and uh, that's just an appetizer uh oh. going going into thanksgiving okay go on you've got a pig story <laughs> no that's it i just think it's so stupid because it's like okay <laughs> the the government giveth, the government taketh away. So it's like, yes, you can collect roadkill. However, 
if you find roadkill, you got to get a permit before you dig in. Well, so, so it's about you know, making money. So it's about it's about that. So before you couldn't eat roadkill because yeah. first of all, it's nasty, it's filthy, it hasn't been it hasn't been packaged and stamped by the FDA for being grade right. A quality edible food, right? We well, also don't know if this ro- right right we don't know if this roadkill had rabies or whatever or what kind mm-hmm. of disease right. was going on. But now they're like, you know what? We got a way to make some money here. Now you want that roadkill. You want that snack. Cool. We'll let you eat it. We don't care what, what, right. what you die from or how your innards, you know, get, get what destroyed from it. As long as you give us the money. It's always and about it, the money, isn't it, Gary? Well, and they're going to make it's going to be online and mobile friendly. Forget the permits. <laughs> I have found here a smashed deer. <laughs> I want to eat it. Let me log in on my iPhone. Oh. Oh, that's really yeah, funny. and then so. but and and but here's the good news for this story though. This is talk about talk about an opportunity for some entrepreneurship. We're going to have mm-hmm. some drivers because the average person is not going to want to go and dig and scrape it up, right? I mean, there now here's an opportunity for some entrepreneurial spirited dudes because I can't imagine a woman doing this. Now we might have some roadkill retrieval companies uh, in the mix, and oh I'm gosh, all for entrepreneurship. Mm. It, yeah, FDA. Yeah, prime choice smashed deer. Well, you're well. See, you're so you're so upscale. You're thinking deer. Okay, where I come from, it's nutria, or it's or it's you know snake that get ridden over, or you know squirrel. Right, where I come from, I can tell you come from high higher quality people. (laughs) That's right. That's right. All right, you've made me giggle. Now we got to get serious. We're talking to Gary Quackenbush from uh, Word on Wealth and GQ Law. Uh, What what are are there new laws about estate planning this year? Are we expecting? Uh, some some more jacking of people after they pass, whether it's farms or whatever, or, or, or are we spared from any bad laws coming out this year on estates? Well, what happens is in 2026, in two years from now, the laws right now that say that, you know, the amount of money that can pass to beneficiaries without, you know, taxes and all that, they're going, they're reverting back to 10 years ago. So basically the the laws that we have now that are so wonderful with estate planning and you know estate you know wealth transfer to your children and family and all that those are actually going away in tw- in 2026 and I don't know that's where and I will still be around but it's like that's what's going to be crazy is when the laws change and instead of you being able to inherit you know this amount of money like right now it's 12 million dollars which seems like oh my gosh you know people that are that rich deserve to pay taxes the problem is if if you inherit grandpa's farm that's yeah. worth $40 million that produces enough food for you know 3 million people, now you inherit grandpa's farm, mm-hmm. you got to pay inheritance taxes on it that'll probably be close to $20 million. Where do you get $20 million on a farm that's feeding a bunch yeah. of people? You have to borrow it or sell the farm or sell yeah. part of the farm, and now food's going to go up and up and up. So yeah. we just – we look at this, you know, attack people that have money because rich people should have to pay for whatever. and. We don't realize what that's doing is it's driving things higher. You know, minimum wage is up to $15 an hour, which is double federal minimum wage in the state of California. Does that affect the cost of a Big Mac? You bet it does. It doubles it. You know, and then you have all the – you just get too much government intervention and things go crazy. So I think um, one of the things I wanted to go over tonight, there's this really sad story about Diamond, of Diamond and Silk, the, yes. you know, the conservative. Oh, loved her so much. They're such great people. But to, to pass away at age 51, it's mm. like, what? I mean, that's just super young. 
It is. In fact, I was thinking I'd heard she the last time and DNS first started coming on the show back in 2016. In -hmm. fact, she was they were my breakout stars of the year in 2016. And uh, Skins referred to them as the ladies. And let me tell you, anytime Skins sent an email to invite them on the show, I mean, they got back immediately, always came on. Uh, So Skins had a great relationship with them and with with, you know, their people. And the last time they were on, it was after the midterms in November and Skins and I talked about it that they that especially Diamond was off that night there was something wrong and I guess she was hospitalized shortly after that mm-hmm. and so what a loss that I know that the family has and, and the left is just being so cruel about her and um, in spite of the fact that you know um, you know she was an absolutely lovely beautiful phenomenal woman incredibly smart to hate her and to glorify in her death just because of her politics is so despicable the family is just devastated, obviously. I don't know the story behind it, Gary, but they, they there is a, a give, send, go, I think is that's what it's called. And it made me yeah. wonder, you know, they were, they were, they were, uh, they rose to fame quickly. They did a good job in maximizing their social media presence and monetizing that. And then they started getting shadow banned and demonetized because they were conservative. They actually spoke before Congress. And mm-hmm. I've been wondering for a couple of years whether or not how they were making it financially, right? And then when I saw this give, send, go, I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, because now Silk is by herself. That So the... Right. The you know the the um, act, if you will, is blown apart, and I don't. I, we can't. I don't know what their financial situation was, and certainly at fifty one, most people don't expect to pass, and I don't know what was left. Yeah, I have a feeling it wasn't very good. Unfortunately, that's what's sad. You know, they set up campaigns like that. It was yeah, because Silk 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 actually set it up. Um, oh, she and did. They, yeah, and they 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 raised amount uh, money, not that much. So I was really kind of surprised. You know, Gibson goes an interesting. It's you know, it has to do with you know people. You know, you can you can give money, you can share things, and you can pray. And it's like they actually got you know people are saying, okay, I'll pray for you, and they got twenty thousand people to say, I'll pray for you, Diamond, and pray for your survivors. So you know, they were good people. I mean, they are good people. And it's just sad that Lynette passed away. Wonderful people. In fact, after um, they sent me a copy of their book, and when I read it, we had a laugh when they were on because we had so much in common. They grew up in North Carolina. I was actually born in North Carolina. One of the things we had in common, I remember, was um, we both loved the Shoney's Breakfast Bar. Which uh-huh. you, you you probably never eaten at a Shoney's. Those of us who grew up in the South, the Shoney's was was neck and neck with Waffle House for being like uh, where we locals ate. Just just I've I've known them in person. They've been on my show many times and just funny. Uh, articulate. I mean, they were hilarious, but but Diamond could get real serious and was super smart when it came to policy, and she could articulate why um, the the America First agenda was the best for and why which and 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 she could articulate brilliantly why she ditched and switched and left the Democrat Party and began to vote conservative for conservative and it was largely largely economically based. Absolutely mm-hmm. smart, and I'm just so sad. Sad for her family and really sad to think that there might now be a really bad financial situation. I always hesitate because I don't want to shame anybody. We don't want to point fingers. We don't want to make anybody feel bad. That's not what we're doing, right? Mm -hmm. We just want to warn people. We want to use this as an opportunity to send our love and say, let's make smart decisions. Yeah, I really think that's what it's about. Yeah, it's not... 
you know, it, things happen as a surprise. Um, you know, you can have money and then all of a sudden you don't. And, you know, people, some people sacrifice everything that they've got, you know, financially and, and otherwise to, you know, to support their cause and to be out there, you know, giving and, uh, you know, saying their piece and, mm-hmm. and saying what maybe is not popular, but what's important to say and what is true, yeah. you know, and that's the way those gals are. You know, I, it'll be interesting to see what Silk does from here. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's like I hope she gets a lot of backing and support and we can have her on our shows and, and, and keep moving forward. This is it's really tough. It's really a loss, you know, a, this patriot for freedom passed away at such an early age, it's just really it's yeah. tragic. It is tragic. Um we don't know. She might have left everything intact. Everything may be great and the gifts and go is for another reason. But let's talk about what people need to do to do things right and make sure that their families are protected, Gary. Yeah, what I'm finding is that um, I think most people realize that they need, everybody needs an estate plan, um, and most people need a living trust. And I'm finding people that are doing it on their own, they're you know downloading documents or they're having their friends put it together, and I'm just finding things that are not done properly. If you have an estate plan, I think really the important thing is to get it reviewed by a professional that knows what they're doing, somebody that's been doing it for ages, so they can look and see whether your stuff is, is good. Um, we've been finding documents that were, you know, in a big package of documents, you know, it went to some place and got it all done and things are not signed or they're not signed properly. There's a missing notary thing. And so we're going to probate court to have to fix these things. They're fixable, but it's very expensive and slow. Um, so I, the things that people are doing with their estate plans to mess them up is even if they have them, they're not signed or witnessed properly and they're not usable. You can't use them. After someone passes away, if it's not signed by them or if it's not witnessed properly, it's just not a usable document. Well, and why see- would that not be? Let me jump in here because I'm sitting here thinking, if it, shouldn't it just be, uh, so a signature is going to throw it out? Shouldn't it be about what yeah. somebody's intent is? Shouldn't it be about saying, I want my pearls to go to this person? It's not. I mean, you would think it would be, but how do you know that that's what the person's declaration was? See, we're dealing. The, the thing is, everything after someone passes away, there's no direct evidence. Everything is this, you know, hearsay or secondary or alternate evidence that we have to prove because we, you know, the the whole purpose of the estate plans, you know, the notarized trust and the witnessed will is to witness that the person did it independently. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, saying. when when a person left this, you know, this declaration that's saying I want my home and my stuff to go to my little sister, that that they weren't coerced, that it wasn't somebody you know you know threatening to do it, that they were of sound mind, and you know that way you don't fight about it. But if you, if you don't have things done properly, it's just it's super important. It's like if it's not if a will is not witnessed, it's just not valid unless it was right. all in you know written by hand. It's because we don't know who's doing it. That's why like electronically we're having trouble you know with wills and trusts. We still can't do them electronically and sign them electronically because I know for a fact you can go and sign things electronically and you don't know who's actually doing the clicking. It doesn't matter. It's whoever is at the device. Right. So that's why we're not doing things. And I know. You know, it's like, you know, don't share your login for your um, your electric signing account, but still people do. They do it all the time. Yeah. People get into parents' bank accounts, you know, improperly all the time because they have the logins. And you can't – they couldn't go into a bank and do it. 
Right. And if you can't do it in person, you can't do it online. So, the, oh, right. The only thing worse than not taking care of your family by by just ignoring it and not doing your your proper not doing an estate plan is have it done incorrectly, mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. that you got it done right and then you don't, and then you have a mess when you actually thought you were doing the right thing. Yeah. So do the right thing. That's what I say. I mean, if you want help with it, call me 855-500-TRUST, 855-500-TRUST. I've said this before. If you're an Andrea K. listener, that means we love you. That means you're awesome. And I'd be happy to give you a 10% discount. You have to tell me that you're an AK listener and we'll give you a 10% discount off your complete estate plan. Well, love you so much. Thank you for making me laugh. I'm going to be thinking about roadkill all the way home, baby. You got me, you oh, made yeah. me hungry. I, you know, I've just, oh, no. there's so many possibilities. Roadkill fajitas, <laughs> man. The way to go. <laughs> Corner flour tortillas. Oh, fl- uh, corn, please. Okay, yeah. of course. That's why yeah, you're so absolutely. trim. You don't eat the naughty flour. I like the kind that's like uh, 70% lard. Thirty percent flour. That, that's my. That's my if jam. If you're gonna eat, if you're gonna eat flour tortillas, they must have lard. Yes. Otherwise, yeah. you're for, wasting your time. That's true. And for the roadkill, <laughs> just make sure that it's heated up to at least 165 <laughs> degrees before you eat your fajitas. Okay, Andrea. I will do, Gary. Thanks for being All here, right. my dear. Take All it right, easy. It. All right. Bye, everybody. All right. Now stay tuned. We got more AK show coming up. Don't you go anywhere. AK. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Because they're very hypocritical. Very. Whenever you walk off that plantation and you choose to run for office and can win it, they don't like it. If you don't agree with them politically, if you don't agree with their ideology, mm-hmm. they have a problem with it. So this is what we are witnessing. This is what we are seeing. And it doesn't matter whether you're black, white, pinstripe, polka dot, or plaid mm-hmm. when it comes to these people. It's if you don't go along with what they want you to go along right. with, then what they do is demean you and disparage you. That's right. Nailed it on the head. Lynette Hardaway, a.k.a. Diamond. Beautiful, funny, fierce, articulate, loyal. When she when they were on here, when DNS were on here shortly after the midterm, she was like, she corrected me, remember? Because I said something about disappointed in that we didn't have the red wave. She was like, oh, no, no, no. I got to correct conservative media all over the place, she said. There was a red wave. It's just, and then she went on to talk eloquently and articulately about the election fraud and the election theft taking place in this country. But she's absolutely dead on about the fact that it's not about whether you're black, white, what was it she said? Purple, pinstripe, or plaid. Man, could she turn a phrase. She said, it doesn't matter. If you step off the plantation, and only she can say that, really, uh, being African-American, white people aren't allowed to say that. She said that they're going to come after you. They're going to demean you. And they're doing that. As we speak right now, they're doing that, mocking her in her death. It's absolutely despicable, the things that they're saying. And you know what? Some of the, And some of it is so absolutely stupid. What they're saying about her is, I guess, reportedly she died from COVID. I don't know if she did or not. There has not been an official declaration of her death. But let's say it was from COVID. The reason why they're mocking her tonight is because they're saying she was stupid to follow Trump and follow what he had to say. Well, what did Trump, what did Trump say, Skins? Trump's out there pushing the shots. If she followed Trump's advice... It's that she took the shot. 
And maybe that was the problem. Because I don't care what you think about Diamond and Silk. I don't care what you think about Lynette Hardaway. The reality is, it was never last summer, the pandemic of the unvaccinated. The the data is absolutely clear. These shots not only do not stop you from getting in and giving it, they're they're compromising your immunity and killing people. And if you're not dying from the shot, causing you to have strokes and myocarditis and blood clots, etc., then they're weakening your immune system, and that's why people are getting COVID over and over and over again. That's what's happening. In fact, it's interesting, Skins, because I heard Trump today on, I don't remember what show it was on, and he was stumbling a little bit around trying to find his footing because he wanted to talk about how well he did with COVID and what, what his response was, and he didn't mention the shots. He did not mention the shots. It's the first time that I've heard. And you could tell the reason why I was saying he was struggling is you could tell that he was wanting to go back into the pattern of 60 million people would have died. But for me, putting the shots out there. So he was, you know, he was he was fighting against his own. I think he's finally understanding. He's understanding it. He's getting it. He's at, And you know who else did? The Department of Defense has walked back and is now reversed. And removed the requirement for military to get the shots. Um, Unfortunately, it's a little too little and too late. In fact, we had a cadet today. I think it was at the Air Force Academy. Let me double check which academy it was at. Air Air Force, Air Force cadet football uh, player Hunter Brown, Hunter Brown dead at 21. Dropped dead walking to class. Yesterday, we reported on a 16-year-old girl playing flag football, dropped dead in the middle of a football game. The day before that, it was a basketball player who collapsed on the basketball court. Every day. Oh, oh, and I heard singer Brandy. You remember the singer Brandy? I do remember her, yeah. Sitting up in my room. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I used to love she, that first album she came out with was great. Um, she had a seizure on stage. She says it's because she was dehydrated and nutrition deprived. Um, I've been dehydrated many times in my life, never had a seizure. I've been nutrition deprived. I've been, uh, yeah, I've been nutrition deprived. There's been times where I lived off of moon pies, you know, for a little too long. (laughs) Moon pies and Popeyes and didn't eat a vegetable and, you know, never had a seizure. Never had a seizure. So... At least the military has decided to uh, reverse course on that. Too little, too late for some people. And, and Andrea, the people that lost their jobs because of the mandate, are they getting their jobs back? Are the military that got fired, are they going to be reinstated? Are they going to get their benefits back? Probably not. I think it's quite the admission, though, about these shots. I predict what's going to happen is it's slowly going to go away from being forced on people and they're going to bury it. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why Trump is not touting it because of the reality. Too much there, there. There's just too much there, there. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to, you're going to hear from somebody who is absolutely hysterical over an investigation into the FBI. Now, why would that be? Stay tuned. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Our 24-hour comment line, by the way, 844-814-5227. That's 844-814-5227. Skins, have you um, heard of this Great American Family Network? It's it's have fairly not. new. Well, I I only thing I heard about it, have you guys seen it or watched it? Give me a buzz. Our live caller line is 888-344-1170. I remember hearing about it. There was this big dust-up with Cameron... Um, What's her name? Candace Cameron Bure or Burr. Remember, she had been on um, Uncle Jesse. What was the TV show with Bob Saget? Full House. Full House. So um, remember, there was this whole dust up because she had done a lot of Christmas movies on Hallmark Channel. And then she had said that she was moving, making a move to Great American Family Network. And they were going to do they were going to focus on content with traditional families. Oh, my gosh. You would have, you know. You would have thought she had, you know, declared that she was going to go out and shoot puppies. How dare she? Yeah. How do you know? I mean, it was like, how how could she do that? You would have thought she was going to talk about going and shooting kittens everywhere. Well, get this. Um, This kind of ties into the fact that I don't hear anybody talking about the Golden Globe anymore. Um, Nobody's paying attention to Hollywood anymore. They don't have any influence over anything. Well, um, now... uh, Great American, and people were kind of getting tired of Hallmark, too, because it was starting to go go woke. The Great American Family Network is now the fastest-growing network in cable TV. What's that tell you? This, you know, it's so much of the left controlling our media outlets is and and the way they push the narrative is to make us think that we're alone, right? That we're that we're in the we're the fringe. We're in the minority, right? When the reality is uh, love of country, traditional America, America first, basically everything they try to demonize, like like Diamond was saying in the clip he played earlier, um, we're actually in the majority. Those of us, those of us that believe that, those of us that believe that five year olds shouldn't be chemically castrated, right? Um, and and this this to me proves that, just like other than Avatar. Top Gun and Maverick has been the number one movie consistently now since since the movie An came out. An interesting point. I wasn't going to bring this up, but since you went there, uh, yeah, Avatar you know, only <laughs> passes Top Gun on a global level. Here at home in the U.S., Top Gun is still well above Avatar 2. And I think the message to Hollywood should be from this great American uh, family net with a great American family channel on uh, cable as well as Top Gun Maverick that here in the States... We, the American people are desperate. We're longing. We're thirsty. We're That's hungry. What we want. We're hungry for traditional American programming. We're sick to death. And this, and I think this even includes people that are moderates and even sympathetic and even might even agree with some of the issues on the left. It's just you get resentful when it's just constantly shoved in your face. When you can't buy a box of cereal, you can't buy a box of Pop Tarts you know without funny, them Andrea? shoving their crap, huh? My my son and I are huge Star Wars fans. Uh, he is done with Disney. He, he can't stand them. So there's a new Star Wars show out, and I will come up, you know, get with my son, talk to him about it. Hey, I'm really excited. He's like, what? Disney's going to ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he has no faith uh, from a cultural standpoint in Disney anymore. Because they've ruined, they've ruined their content. They've ruined their. They, they've uh, tried to go back and remake movies and change the characters, and they've got to. They've got to try to. Oh, wasn't there some action figure where they replaced the guy with a woman? Was that Captain something or other, and it became a woman? It's just. It's just stop. Right. Just, you know, and, and the if they care about profit and Disney's profits are down, I think they've lost 
I don't know how much. I don't remember the yeah, article that came out recently. It was just a huge amount. Their stocks have gone down worse than uh, it, it, it. Do you think that's going to get companies like Disney to go, you know what? Okay, maybe we do need to change course. Yeah, I think Iger is going to come in and go. He was the guy that, that bought Pixar, yep. right? I mean, he's going to come in and go, our, our, our purpose here is to create content that then makes us a profit okay we're a business okay we're not we're not a a, a political organization here at least they're not supposed to be right so i just i just think this is i love this story about great american family um and she issued a statement candace burry burry did and 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 i was actually wondering what was was the fallout going to do anything because everybody including co-stars in hollywood co-stars of hers on um full house two i think they did a reboot a uh, fuller house yeah fuller house that uh, attacked her and she held firm to her beliefs and she said thank you for finding us and watching great american family channel she wrote on instagram um, great American Family uh, tweeted out great news for Great American Media's Great American Family to end 2022 and an even better way to start 2023. Happy New Year to everyone who helped make this happen from people on camera and off. Here's the numbers. Um, they came in number one in primetime ratings growth in households up uh, 128% among all cable networks. That's significant. They also rank number one in total day ratings growth in households, 113%, 100% for ages 18 to 49. That's the prime age group. That's the sweet spot. Everybody wants the 18 to 49 age group. So that also should tell you that younger people, the idea that everybody age, you know, 18 to 49 is some far left kook, you know, going around bragging about they've had their ninth abortion and, you know, they're all for castrating children. That's just not the truth. That's not the truth. This makes me feel better about where we're at in this country. That's what this does. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Final segment of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I've been saving this clip. I don't know why, because I probably should have played it last hour because it's so it's so telling. It's this Democrat's hysterical response to Jim Jordan going to be heading up the select committee to investigate the FBI. And this dude was so beside himself with hysterica hysteria trying to come up with with all this, uh, how bad this is that he actually had to start defending uh, law enforcement, even though the Democrats are the ones that were all about defunding the police, right? Skins, please play this full. The power to target anyone and any, anything he doesn't like. Anything and anyone he deems unconstitutional, illegal, or un- un- unethical. And who decides what's unconstitutional, illegal, or unethical? Mr. Jordan does. So why don't we just be blunt here? Republicans claim to care about law enforcement, but this new committee is about attacking law enforcement. It's about going after people. It's about destroying people's careers and lives. It's about undermining the Department of Justice, defunding the police, and settling scores (laughs) on behalf of the twice impeached and disgraced former occupant of the Oval Office. The MAGA extremist fringe of the Republican Party will use this committee to push QAnon conspiracy theories and lies from Truth Social. They're going to use it to gin up fake investigations into non-existent scandals. 
I think we need to just start calling this the tinfoil hat committee. Speaker McCarthy even changed the language at the... Was there anything there that actually had any teeth to it or made any sense? In fact, in fact, uh, the 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 somewhat cogent thoughts that he had there was actually sounding like he was describing this Jan Six Unselect Committee. Let's see, what was he talking about here? Going after people, destroying lives, trying to undermine the Department of Justice, doing fake investigations just to go after people, settling scores. Look, I didn't think the Republican Party had been quite forceful enough about the fact that the top law enforcement agency in the land, the FBI, and the Department of Justice was working in concert with media outlets and our social media outlets in order to social media um, companies and big tech in order to control the outcome of elections, in order to deny Americans their First Amendment rights. That's not exactly a QAnon conspiracy, you nut job. And he has zero arguments that even make any sense. The Republicans trying to defund the police? This is about trying to defund the police state. This is about trying to stop the Stasi that we have in the U.S. government right now. It's interesting that he couldn't get any better arguments going, right? I mean, that's all he's got. But they're hysterical. They're upset. The problem we have, though, with this is that we don't have any teeth on the other side. The Republican Party, I actually believe, is serious about trying to get some subpoena actions done, get some investigations done. But if we don't have anybody, if we don't have anybody in the DOJ that's going to prosecute, what do we do? I think what they have to do is they have to try to find something at the local level, a U.S. attorney or an an attorney general at a state level that's going to take up some prosecutions, because otherwise it's going to go nowhere. We already have the truth. The Twitter files already exposed the truth of what was done with the FBI, right? The Jan 6 committee proved that it was an infiltrated setup to try to take out Trump and 75 million MAGA voters through. And how do we know that? How was it proven? By what they refused to testify to, what the information they refused to give to the American people, especially including who was Ray Epps, the 40,000 hours of videos. That they didn't reveal the truth. Nancy Pelosi's text messages. So I'm glad that these investigations will take place. I think it's funny that that that's all they've got. Now they're dragging out the QAnon stuff. That's pretty funny. By the way, I never I actually know a lot of people that actually did believe in QAnon. I never got sucked into that. Did you skins? No, I, I, I mean, I, I, I've looked it on it sur- surface level and I, you know, it's, there's not a whole lot of, not a whole lot of there, there. I thought it was interesting at first, but, you know, to think that maybe there was somebody behind the scenes that was trying to communicate what was going on. I mean, um, if we have a deep state, it's not to say that, you know, that that's not plausible. But it just started it. it but so I, I was interested to with my jaundice eye, you know, how I look at things, yep. you know, skeptically. I'm skeptical of everything and everybody. You should be. I, and that's one of the reasons why I didn't immediately fall for some of the stuff that went on with COVID. Um, I've got friends of mine that were like, you know, you were right with the not going along with the lockdowns and this and that. And I said, because I'm always skeptical from the beginning. You, I come from a position of, 
I'm not going to believe you until you convince me, and it's a high bar to get there. Hey, Reagan once said, trust but verify. That's where I come from. Well, I don't even trust up front. you got to prove to me. So anyway, so it just, so I was interested initially, um, but there was no evidence that anything that was happening um, it, it was backed up anywhere. And then it got into crazy town for me with um, an 888-344-1170. If you want to call in and tell me if you believe in QAnon and that you, you think that I'm crazy, let me know. You know, if you've got some information I didn't have at the time, call and let I'm me like know. I'm like you. I know a lot of people that, get, that got into it. A lot of people did. I think initially I kind of thought, you know, this this is interesting. Let me look at it. Then it got really f- And then it seemed like it was just something that people were doing that was fun. Like, you know, almost like trying to solve the puzzle on Wheel of Fortune. Because, you know, the idea that there was a wizard behind the curtain and then it was all about and then and particularly one of the reasons why I couldn't get sucked in and my memory is is that it was all based on the idea of Jeff Sessions behind the scenes working to take people down and 40,000 indictments and I was like you cannot know who Jeff Session is you cannot have paid attention to who Jeff Session is and actually think that any of this is real so my uh, my thing and 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 I think that at least on the Jeff Sessions part, I think I was proven correct that he was. I said it at, at the nomination hearings for attorney general when he sat there talking about how hurt he was, that his friends in the Democrat side didn't trust him. I thought, oh, my gosh, oh my, we're dead. We're, we're dead with this guy. We're absolutely dead. And then he turned right around and recused himself from any of the investigations. So there. There's that. Um, tomorrow night's show, we've got Elhoff here, and we've got an interesting, fun story to share with you guys about the Republican Party and the IRS. That'll be fun. And I'm also curious to talk to Elhoff. Did you watch the Madoff documentary on Netflix? I have not. I encourage everybody to watch this Madoff documentary on Netflix, even if you are not don't really care that much about Wall Street. I can't wait to talk to Elhoff about it tomorrow night. I think the um, way that he perpetrated that crime crime and got away with it is something that you know i'd love to do my news you can use segments i had gary quackenbush on tonight i think it's important that we do more than just share opinions i think there's a lot of things aspects of life responsibilities things we got to take care of involving our money and other things so i like to share information let me tell you that docu-series on the madoff ponzi scheme is educational if you're an investor and I think it's really important for you to be able to recognize a scam and not fall for it like so many victims did it broke my heart it absolutely did all right love you guys we'll see you tomorrow night 6 p.m. Pacific time thanks to my guest thanks to Gary Quackenbush see you tomorrow three-star general Michael J. Flynn head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary Flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal Flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.